0: 630 Chad presents The Elks This Week. A close-up look at the Elks and the Canadian Football League. Every week, we take you inside the game from the voice of the Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Here's Morley Scott and a good Saturday morning to you everyone Dave Campbell for Morley Scott this week on the Elks this week coming up in the program you will meet Stephen Dunbar Jr. one of the prized free agent signings by the Elks a month ago when free agency opened uh, Dunbar had his first two seasons in the CFL as a member of the Hamilton Tiger Cats made a great cup in his rookie season in 2021 1,000 yard receiver last year in an Eastern Division All-Star for Hamilton he is now a member of the green and gold hey do you know that in a month today we'll be into rookie camp two months today actually we'll be into rookie camp for the Edmonton Elks and across the league in three months to this day it will be the home opener on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium the Edmonton Elks taking on the Saskatchewan Roughriders. and the Edmonton Elks this week were the first CFL team to release single tickets for their home opener and Evan Don who is the senior director of marketing and communications joined Reed Wilkins on Inside Sports to just talk about uh, why they wanted to release uh, the single game tickets so early.
1: Yeah, I mean we're excited for the season so maybe it's just that we're uh, we're just so amped up to go for the season we wish it was June 11th already but you know the real reason we're out with tickets for the home opener right now is it gives us some added runway to sell those seats. Um, the more time we have to do that, the better. Um, so it, it buys us a little added time to to get in the market and start talking to people about football. And, you know, frankly, it, it seems like a long ways away right now for for most of you probably listening, but it's coming down the, the train tracks pretty quickly for us here. And we just wanted to start getting people excited about the season and uh, give them an opportunity to, uh, you know, start making their summer plans a little bit more concretely. And is there not something, if you jump on this quick and get tickets before March 17th, you get in in a draw for some pretty big events as well? Yeah, that's right, Reed. Anybody who buys home opener tickets between now and the 17th of March on St. Patty's Day is going to be automatically entered into a draw to win. You know, several sets of tickets that we have for some of the huge events that are coming here to Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, We've got Luke Combs coming in June, obviously have the Heritage Classic coming in October here uh, as the Oilers uh, come back to Commonwealth Stadium, so that's exciting. And then uh, there's a little band called metallica that comes to town in uh in august of 2024 so people will be entered into win tickets for for all those big events okay so that first game june 11th against the riders remind me how this guaranteed win ticket is going to work evan so we're uh, we're releasing some some additional guaranteed win tickets like you said reed as part of this and the guaranteed win ticket is is relatively simple. We're not saying we're going to guarantee that we win that game, although we think we have a pretty good chance against those uh, pesky Riders, but the guaranteed win ticket is this. You buy a P1 ticket, a guaranteed win ticket, and if you uh if we win on the 11th, then you just you got to come and watch us win uh, win at home, which has been a long time coming. If we don't win that game on the 11th of June, then you automatically get your seats for the June 25th game against the Toronto Argonauts. Um, and then it just keeps going. You you have a seat guaranteed at Commonwealth Stadium for one low price until we win a game at home. So, uh, again, that's just the guaranteed win tickets. There's a certain number of those that we have allocated, so if you want to get on that, I would do it uh, quickly. We were able to move quite a few the first time we launched it, so it's uh, it's backed by popular demand. All right, that's pretty cool. And the uh, is the CFO Combine in Edmonton this year? What's going on with that? Uh, yes, the National Combine is coming to the uh, Commonwealth Community Recreation Centre here and uh, Commonwealth Stadium. That's the 22nd to the 26th of March. So we'll be welcoming about 80 of the uh, top CFL draft prospects to town, which is exciting. And uh, there'll be there'll be some viewing opportunities for season seat holders around that event. So another perk of being a green and gold season seat holder is the chance to see that. Uh, I got to go to that last year in Toronto. It's a pretty cool event just to see those guys basically have a a four-day job interview you know they have the interviews with with the different management and coaching teams uh across the league and then they're on the field and they have their testing so it's a pretty robust couple of days for those uh, young athletes to prove themselves ahead of the draft which is in uh, early May there, May 2nd for the uh, CFL draft. So it's an exciting event and we're lucky to have it here in our own backyard.
0: That is Evan Dom, the Senior Director of Marketing and Communications for the Edmonton Elks talking about a uh, number of events that are coming to Edmonton including the Combine and of course the single game tickets for the June 11th home opener against the Saskatchewan Roughriders are on sale now. When we come back, you will meet Stephen Dunbar, the newest receiver for your Edmonton Elks, one of the newest receivers, I should say, when the Elks This Week continues. I'm Dave Campbell. You're listening to Elks Radio, 630 Chad.
1: Now,
2: more football talk on the Elks this week. Here's Morley Scott on the voice of the
0: Edmonton Elks, 630 Chad. Welcome back to the Elks This Week on 630 Chat. Dave Campbell in for Morley Scott for this Saturday morning. Morley will return next Saturday. Well, the Elks were busy in free agency. Not as busy as 2022, but they still signed a lot of key pieces, including Eugene Lewis, the Eastern nominee for Most Outstanding Player in 2022, the third leading receiver in the league, Kyron Moore uh, out of Saskatchewan. He will be in the receiving corps, also be the primary returner. And also, Stephen Dunbar Jr. in his second season in the CFL with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 1,000-yard receiver. 1,000 yards on the nose. And uh, he was an East All-Star as well, and I had a chance to catch up with him this
2: week to talk about uh, coming to the green and gold. It's been cool, man. I've been taking it all in. Um, just, you know, getting getting my family prepared to, um, you know, make the transition to a new city, new team, and, you know, we're excited, man, to get out in um, Edmonton and see the, you know, scenery and meet the fans and, you know, get active on the field, man. So I'm excited about it. Yeah, you
0: definitely come and uh, when you come to Edmonton, snow should
2: be gone because
0: <laughs> there's snow <laughs> on the ground as we speak. Uh, huh. But you know, life in Canada—that's the way it goes.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: So I'm for wondering sure. uh, the the lead up to you signing, and there was uh, you know we got reports that you know you had an agreement in principle during that negotiation. Mm-hmm. window. I want to ask you about that that process as well. But uh, what
2: sold you on Edmonton? Why why the Alps? I mean just going through the process, I told myself that I would keep an open mind to like, you know, a team to, you know, a team that would value me and, you know, make you know, make the interest into you know, allowing me to, you know, be an asset to the team and seeing the value of me and I think, you know, after talking with Chris and, you know, the guys, I just felt that energy from the team, man. So, you know, everybody wants to, you know, wants to be wanted, man and wants to, you know, be a part of something that You know, that's looking forward to them as well as they're looking forward to the opportunity. So um, once I once I kind of got that energy and that vibe, it was was pretty much a no brainer. So that's pretty much the reason why, you know, I chose the Elks. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm I'm excited about my decision and, you know, I'm looking forward to getting to work. What specifically about Chris Jones sells you because he's your, you know, he's a general manager, but he's also going to be your head coach. Yeah, I mean, just, just that that initial part right there, how involved he is with the team. And and just from an aspect of, you know, general general manager, being in the personnel part of it, and then he's on the field with us, you know, day in and day out, just shows how committed he is to the success of the team. I think that was the biggest kind of, you know, because that's a unique thing. You don't really see that too much. Um, and just from the things that I've heard about him, man, he's, you know, he's super hard-nosed and he gives it to you straight. Expects a lot out of his guys and, you know, he holds guys to a high standard. I think that's all exclusive to winning, man. So mm-hmm. um, that's the impression I got of him. And, you know, all the conversations that we have, I think Kim and, and his staff that he's placed together is committed to winning. And they want to they wanna do, do some special things. And um, i just seen a lot of upside on the team as well, you know, from a personnel standpoint to, like, people just, you know, the want to win over there. You know, it's 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 a big thing, and I think that's what we want to do. And you can tell by the free agent signings and just how you know the energy that we have building up throughout the off season. You know, we're excited. You know, it's it's creating a lot of excitement. It's creating a lot of uh, you know, expectations. And I think sometimes expectations can be a great thing. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying because it's it's puts it puts you know something to look forward to. You know, for for the team, for the people who are you know coming into play those roles and. Like I said, I think Chris Jones is, is doing a great job of you know creating that standard. So and you're you're coming from a, a team that I mean they had high expectations too in the Hamilton
0: Tiger Cats. You made the great cup in your rookie year. Um uh-huh. so what have you learned about uh about handling those great expectations and uh and instead of
2: fearing it, just embracing it? Yeah, yeah. Just like you said, man, just embracing it and um and allowing yourself to be in the moment, man. Like a lot of times, sometimes we get caught up in, you know, we get caught up in, you know, our imagination and we try to make things bigger than what they are. So I think the biggest thing Coach O did for a lot of us is, you know, helping us not only train our bodies physically, but he did a lot of things of training us mentally for those moments. And for the day in and day out adversity that we'll face Um, so that's something that I'm definitely going to carry with me, you know, throughout my career and throughout my life, man, just being able to allow myself to be intentional about the things that I'm working on on a daily basis, being intentional about, intentional about how I'm approaching, you know, everything that I do, um, holding myself accountable and holding the teammates and the people around me accountable. Um, and I think that comes from just, you know, being in environments like we had at Hamilton, man, it's you know, a great organization with uh, had a lot of great teammates, a lot of um, older guys that, you know, had that, done a lot of great things. And, you know, you can you can learn from those guys. So, I think, you know, like, like I said, man, just being in the moment, being present and understanding that, you know, understanding the difference between success and failure and how you define the difference between the two. And, and honestly, like, you know, if you if you look at failure the right way, you know, mm-hmm. those moments should, should excite you.
0: you know, joined so. by new Elks receiver Stephen Dunbar Jr here on the Elks this week. Uh, Dave Campbell and from Morley Scott here on uh, the voice of the Elks 630 Chad leaving the hammer. Uh, that's a great football environment. Uh, you, you play at a great stadium fan base that is rabid. It matters there a lot and it matters here as well. But uh, what do you reflect on the most in your two years in Hamilton,
2: um, I would probably say, man, like like the fan base, man, the 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 culture of the city, super hard nosed, super, you know, diehard, tie cat fans that love football, man. And I think, you know, that's that's a rarity, and especially up northern Canada, it's like, you know, you don't really get too many diehard football fans, you know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. To be a part in the city and a culture that almost made me feel as if i was at home you know like you know we eat we eat, I'm from louisiana so we eat we sleep football and i come from a city that's kind of very similar to hamilton where it's like you you you're almost a a saint's fan when you when you're born you didn't hear you got no choice you know what I'm saying? so that's kind of the culture that they have in hamilton it's you know it's a big it's big in the community and I think thinking back on the, the time I spent there, it was just crazy, just, you know, jogging out the tunnel and seeing how they showed up for us week in and week out. And um, that was super, you know, that was super dope to see, man. And we had a lot of fun times and good memories there. So I'm forever grateful for the, you know, for the Hammer, man, and and, the, and their fans. man. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, the negotiation period, uh, or what uh, is, is also the slang term for it, legal tampering period, um, but we've seen this in the CFL for the last uh, few off-seasons, and I think it creates a lot of excitement. And obviously, when there was word that you were coming, I mean, fans were, were really excited on social media, and then they hear Eugene Lewis, and they hear Kyron Moore, and it's like, oh, wow, it's amazing. But I wonder... As a player, what is that week like leading up to when free
2: agency opens? Um, I don't know. I can't really speak for everybody else, but I know my experience. I was just super really chill, man. I didn't put too much pressure, too much stress on myself. I feel like, you know, my biggest thing is like I go out there, I perform, and then I let everything else kind of fall in place. And that was kind of the mentality I came into the offseason with. I was like, you know, I'm going to just, you know, pray about it keep my heart open and keep my mind open to you know everything that i'm you know that i'm getting and receiving and i was letting kind of things fall in place so it was it was actually kind of smooth and exciting actually i was um able to kind of just you know wait it out and see what happens and you know it was cool to involve my family and you know they you know their excitement about you know where we're going to end up and how things are going to go so it was actually pretty exciting man it wasn't too stressful
0: and, you know, you come from a receiving core and pretty exciting names when, you know, Brandon Banks and, you know, Braylon Addison and, uh, you know, Tim White. And now you're coming into a group with, as I mentioned, Eugene Lewis and and Kyron Moore and uh, the the old man, Manny Arsenault. Um, he, hopefully he chuckles when he hears this and uh, isn't mad at me. Right. But it, <laughs> Kevin Brown in the backfield and Taylor Cornelius, who, uh, you know, I'm sure you've seen play uh, plenty of times and there's a lot of uh, – optimism about him, but uh, tell me about just being able to come in and hopefully make, make a difference uh, with
2: the team that is stacked. Yeah, man, I think that's uh, I think as a competitor, obviously, you know, you love it, you know, what I'm saying you're getting to come in the building with guys who are, you know, at the top of that game and they're considered to be good players and you consider yourself to be a good player. So it's it's just, it's it's almost like you're excited to be around those people because it creates an environment that helps you become a better player. You know what I'm saying? Because every day everybody's coming with it. Um, every base, you know, you making plays. So you know, you see other guys making plays. It kind of you was I was contagious. So you gotta, you know, up your game. And I think that's what a what a lot of we did in Hamilton, man. We just you know we had a lot of great receivers and every day and you know every day you show up and you like you know. I want to be the guy Mm to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it creates that, you know, that element of competitiveness. And I think that's going to be great for the culture of the team, man. Just, you know, you got guys like that showing up day in and day out. You know, it's something to be excited about. The competition level is going to be great in camp Um, throughout the season. It's going to be, you know, something to look forward to, I think. Um, you know, I think I think Taylor's a good player, man. I think he has made a lot of great plays, and I think a lot of his best ballers ahead of him. Um, obviously, Gino has done a lot of things. Kyron has done a lot of things, and I think you know when we come together and, and everybody kind of fits in that role. I think it'll be something special to watch. But mm. you know, I think we gonna we gotta we gotta we gotta perform, man. So it's gonna be dope to to be in the building with those guys and compete.
0: Joined by Elks receiver Steven Dunbar Jr. here on the Elks this week. My name is Dave Campbell. A journey for a football player can be really nomadic. You know, you you, you play college at Houston, you have a couple NFL stops. You actually were in the XFL for a bit. I know you didn't play because you were injured, um, and then you come up here to the CFL. And now you look at the choices that players have now with the XFL, the USFL, the CFL still viable uh, for you. You speak about just the journey to get to where you are now, where, you know, I'm sure at this point in your career, you probably just want to, you know, put down some roots and, and play somewhere for a while.
2: Yeah, man, I think, you know, like you said, man, it's just definitely been a run. And I think a lot of guys, you know, you know, a lot of people actually don't see that side of, you know, being a professional athlete or just being a football player. And I think, you know, it's exciting to see all these other leagues pop up and, Give guys some opportunity to, you know, continue to do what they love to do and showcase their talents. Because I mean, obviously, you know, guys have genes and aspirations to go to the NFL, and you know, sometimes it doesn't work out for whatever reason. So it's cool to see, you know, guys have opportunity to continue to do what they love. Um, but yeah, man, I'm at the point of my career right now. Like I, you know, I'm I'm kind of in that in that fringe area of like, you know, still young and and have everything ahead of me, and also like I got to think. You know, longevity-wise, and start setting myself up for you know the the latter part of my career. Um, so I, I'm I'm just in a space right now, man. Why like I'm surrendering it over to God and and you know taking care of what's in front of me. But at the same time, it's it's definitely cool to you know cool experience to be in Canada, man, and just enjoy you know the different environments. Because other than before, that's I have never been out the country, so it's is you know. It's dope to to, to to be doing what I love to do and you know, cities in another country and seeing different people and doing different stuff. So right now I'm just kinda of taking it as it comes, man, and, and and allowing, you know, got to work in my life and see, you know, whatever happens from there, you know, what happens. I think after I finish this contract up here, it'll kinda of be more of a, you know, like you said, kinda of in the mindset of like setting my roots for some long time. and mm-hmm. Thinking more longevity, but right now I'm just kind of like I said, man. It's been a journey, so yeah. it's been a crazy, it's been a crazy journey. I've been I've been going all over the place, places I never even expect you know I expected to be. So, you know, I'm just kind of taking it as it comes right now.
0: All right, and as uh, we finish up here, I, I will remind our listeners and fans, you were a thousand yard receiver last year, right mm-hmm. at one thousand yards, which I thought was a little, <laughs> little quirky and kind of cool. So I don't know if you. You know, you, you, you buy a lot of ticket or things like that, but uh, that was kind of a neat stat to be a 1,000-yard receiver, but you were an East All-Star, and uh, I think a lot of fans are going to be excited to see
2: you, Steven. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was actually crazy to be on the dot there. <laughs> but, yeah, man, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I, we, the, the the community of Hamilton and the fans, the team, as always, you know, from, from, from the day I signed, has embraced me and shown me nothing but love, and... I'm excited to to, get up there and meet everybody, man, and get to work, man. It's going to be a fun year. I think everybody needs to make sure they get their season tickets and make sure they fit in the stands up because it's it's, going to be a nice little show. That is new Edmonton Elks receiver
0: Stephen Dunbar, Jr., who uh, hopes to uh, do some big things in green and gold along with the likes of Eugene Lewis and Kyron Moore and, of course, Kevin Brown in the backfield and Taylor Cornelius as your starting quarterback. Morley Scott is back one week from today for another edition of the Elks This Week. My name is Dave Campbell. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks for tuning in.